Eastern. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And I uh, can't exactly say we're in the Beacon Drive-In Studios today. We're at uh, out here in the corner of Main Street. And uh, actually, we're on North Church Street because we're north of Main Street, just a whisker here, and uh, at the Hog Fest. And we want to thank everybody at the radio station, Ryan Clary especially, to get us in on this remote we uh we like doing remotes we haven't done one in a while and like to thank um alex smith who's back in the studio pushing the buttons for us or ronnie's got some other obligations as we said we're going to come up from time to time this spring and next to me is my old buddy greg moore how you doing this morning greg well enjoying the weather we got we got great weather up here and i'm smelling some good food oh man uh it's just just a good just, the weather is just perfect and this is a neat place for people to come and get them some barbecue if they can't make it to the beacon and uh <laughs> <laughs> now you know what the beacon's a great place my favorite restaurant but that, go to the beacon tomorrow this is the day for the hog fest at, at on morgan square which basically runs from uh like the clock tower up to the corner of church in maine and then it runs up north church street till uh Oh, looks like just about the intersection there where the Montgomery building is. So uh, it's uh, it's a good good uh, good half mile, or I don't think that's a mile, but it's a. Here's a guy that knows his distances, miles and half miles, is, and that's uh, Alan Hill. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Glad to be here, boys. Well, I'm, we're glad to have you. We uh, uh, know that you got a. The racing season getting rolling, and uh, you didn't run last week. But you, <laughs> funny thing is, he's uh, he hadn't decided where he's going to run tonight. Uh, I'll leave that up to my driver. It's just it's just up to them. Whichever way they want to go, is which way we're going to go. Well, he told me just now. He said if the truck heads up eighty five, he knows they're going to Gaffney. And if it goes up two twenty one, he knows they're going to Harris. Harris you know, that, that's pretty good when when you got somebody as good as is a uh, Allen when. <laughs> that they can pick what trophy they want to win. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty good. <laughs> but they always jump on the big guys. They never jump on the little guys. They 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 waiting on the big guns. Wherever the big guns go, that's where him and Danny go. Well, pretty neat. We're going to talk to uh, uh, talk to out in a little bit more detail later when he does his segment and all his stuff and gets us up to date on what's going on. He brought a bag of goodies here. What are you going to do with that stuff? Yes, sir. Uh, people that walk up to us, I'll ask them a simple question. It might be NASCAR related. It might be dirt related. Like uh, to me, uh, Trent Ivey, he drives the 88 car. I might ask you, who drives the 88 car at Gaffney Speedway? If they tell me the right answer, I'm going to give them a choice of what we got over here in this bag. It's just going to be whatever. So everybody that's out there listening, uh, come on up here today. I got a bunch of T-shirts, hats. I got a hoodie in here. It's what? Well, Ask me an easy one, because I've been trying to get a T-shirt since we got you on the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask, ask me a Bud Moore question or something. All right. 
We can do that. I want to uh, right off the bat thank Lanny McKinney, who does our podcast and our website. Uh, or the Bud Moore Engineering website and does a great job uh, behind the scenes every week and I've really been getting into the habit of listening to the show I, I used to not even, I don't even think I listened to it but once or twice all last year but I've listened to all of them this year and uh, except for me screwing up the engineering part of it we've uh, we've been doing pretty good uh, Alan you want to let him uh, sit hit there for a minute this yes. is the guy from the, the Hog Fest and we'll uh Get him in here. Just this is Mr. Cal Wickens. Wicker. 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 I, you know, I knew I'd mess. I got the Cal part right. Yeah. Cal, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. well. I tell you what. Now, what is your uh, position here with the Hogfest? So I'm the president of the board here. President <laughs> of the board. Yeah. Goodness, yeah. eleven. Yeah. So, well, but there, there's a team of seven of us on the board, and we all. All put in our, our hard work out here, so well, it's, a, it's a fun time. Well, we got yeah. the presents. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, this is just a fantastic event. And, yeah. And uh, I know I've come, my wife and I, the last several years. Great. And I, the, it's worth it to come up here just to smell. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> the, the smell is wafting all through downtown right now. All right. Yeah. It, it actually doesn't get started till 12, right? Yeah, that's Tell right. us the schedule and what all we've got here. Uh, I... I'm saying it's looking like about two, two or three blocks at least that yeah. I can see from this corner. Yeah. So we got we got 46 that have been competing in the barbecue competition, and their samples will be ready at noon, and they'll be going till two today. But we've got four or five uh, food trucks down down Main Street here that are selling the whole time, and then the music kicks off at noon today and goes all the way till nine. So it's going to be a big day of fun right here well boy i tell you yeah. what looks like you've ordered some beautiful spring weather this is great here we're excited you look around and all the trees are turning green yeah i know right yeah <laughs> it actually looks like spring for a change don't it well it does and yesterday we had the spring showers to freshen everything up so uh now did i hear something on the when you were talking or somebody was talking on the previous show was yesterday wing day yes so last night from six to eight we had wing samples the uh the teams will cook the wings friday night and then on this morning they've got the pulled pork ribs and brisket ready to go holy so, yeah. brisket oh, <laughs> oh yeah oh my oh, oh yeah that brisket's unreal yeah that's, that's the good when stuff. it's fixed yeah. right it's yeah. unreal oh yeah. yeah well i'm sorry my wife but could you get a wing today if you wanted one no, I think they gave them all out last night, unfortunately. But the uh, the food trucks down here are still selling wings. Okay, because my wife is a wing connoisseur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. she couldn't make it yesterday, and I don't know yeah. if we'll make it today or not. But anyway, yeah. this is just uh, um, it's something that brings people together in, in Spartanburg and the whole upstate, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, there was thousands of people here yesterday. There were. They, they were lining every street we had down here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, all for a good cause, too, with Mobile Meals. Okay, tell us yeah. about the good cause and what so it we, costs to uh, come in here and uh, partake. Yeah, so it's a $5 entry to get in, and then after that you buy hog bucks for a dollar. And the hog bucks, one hog buck gets you a sample of uh, barbecue from noon to two, but then you can also use the hog bucks down at the food trucks to, uh, to get a plate of barbecue, use them at the beer tent to get a beer. Yeah, um, when did it open? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah we this is our seventh year and in the previous six we've donated over just over three hundred and fifteen thousand to mobile meals from mm. since inception of the hog fest so it's been a fantastic and we got 
awesome community support. Our presenting sponsors, Vic Bailey Subaru, and then Merchant Food Services is our new food partner that provides all the meat for the team. So it's a, it's a lot of people doing a lot of things out here. Now, it's a racing show, you know. It's an auto racing show. What, and I can see Subaru down there. Now, yeah. That's some sort of rally team? Yeah, they've got what is the, that? They've got the Subaru rally car here. So, and they've got a they've got a race car down there for everybody to get in and check it out. And they got a, a whole, there's a whole lot of things going on in that trailer down there. So make sure to come check that out too well are you headed back that way when you leave here uh yeah probably so See if you can get somebody and just tell yeah. them to come up here yeah, and we'll put them on the air. I'll do that. Because this is that. an auto racing show yeah, and I, we got that I makes can, sense. Yeah. I can see them down there and I didn't uh Yeah. I didn't know they were here or I would yeah. have done it myself. For so, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead that way. Yeah. And yeah. we'll uh, we'll squeeze them in, tell yeah. them just to be patient and I'll get them on the air because yeah. we have some uh yeah. pre scheduled stuff. Yeah. Um I tell you what you do. You get them uh to come up here probably after 11 okay that'll give them some time to okay. prepare just yeah, that sounds after good. 11 we'll get them in here somewhere because yeah. we got a guest at 11 o'clock yeah. that wants for about 10 minutes so okay. we'll give them the, uh, about 10 minutes that, that sounds great great I'll do it yeah well cal well, thanks I, for having me well i'll yeah. tell you what um I didn't know I was picking on the president. I know, right? I saw you yeah. out there taping, uh, <laughs> taping wires down to the street, and I said, oh, this guy, he's yeah. uh, <laughs> You got to do it all. Okay. Yep, he's, yeah, he's a jack of all trades. But <laughs> yeah. this is a fantastic. I, I, I think it's a great cause. And I tell you what, Greg and I and, and uh, Alan, we'll do our part to, uh, yeah, much to help the cause. Yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate thank you, Cal. Yeah, thank I like you. that shirt, too. Oh, That's yeah, good thank you. Shirt. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's Cal Wicker. Did I get it right that time? Cal Wicker of the uh, the Hogfest, president of the, the board of the Hogfest here. And, uh, yeah, if he can round us up somebody from Subaru after 11 o'clock, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get him on the air. There's somebody that can tell us what's going on with that. That's uh, I can see it down there. And, um, man, if they got a race car here on the grounds, we need to talk to that guy. Yeah, we need to. Being that's what we're all about. That's right. But like I say... That'd be something. Greg, you, uh, y'all, with Budmore Engineering, I think you told me one time there towards the end, y'all were approached by, was it Toyota or maybe something to run a truck, or and, and y'all just never did entertain it, did you? We were, we were approached by a representative of Toyota to run a truck, you know, when they was first coming in. Yeah. And we just weren't interested in it, basically, from a standpoint. Uh, we just believed that uh, we should be trying to sell cars for the big three in Detroit. Well, and y'all, uh, I guess you'd already climbed. When you've climbed the highest mountain, it didn't feel worthwhile to to go to another series. You know, That's the way I always looked at it. I don't know if there's any validity to that or not. But uh, I always felt like, you know, when I won the championship in the, in, in the highest level and, and won their biggest race, you know, yeah, and if we I can't were, do that. I don't want to do. I don't want to do well, anything. And and we wasn't getting no younger either. That's true. So, but uh, they, you know, people run good with those cars. They got some good horsepower. And, uh, now that they've got it going the way they got it going, they need to. I'd like to see some more manufacturers come into it than just the one outside the United States. Yeah, well, and that's what I sort of touched on with uh, Mike Helton that day. Let yeah. me touch on this real quickly. Uh, they did run uh, the time trials yesterday, and Alan tells me it was rather uneventful. But uh, 
The pole position went to Chase Elliott, who I've been picking each week, so maybe I'll pick him again this week. Um, his teammate, William Byron, qualified second. Ryan Blaney, third. Eric Jones, fourth. Denny Hamlin, last week's winner, and the Daytona 500 winner was fifth. Eric Almarola, sixth. Joey Logano, seventh. Clint Boyer, eighth. Paul Menard, ninth. And Jimmy Johnson, tenth. What'd you tell me about the speeds up there, Greg? Well, from what I heard <coughs> indirectly, through a confidential person that, that comes on the show, that uh, what was it, Alan? Like 14 broke the track record or 14 something? 14 broke the track record. They had that sticky stuff on the bottom of that racetrack, and them boys done figured it out that once it gets a little warm to it, they'd run out there, and boy, they was setting some fast laps out there. And I think Gaffney Speedway is going to be the same way tonight, and Harris, too. That sticky stuff makes them go through the corner a little quicker, do not Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like four <laughs> brand-new tires. Mr. Feelgoods. <laughs> well, I see they've got a 37-car um, a field, so that's uh, not as quite as many as they had last week when they had 39. But um, you were telling me that uh, Kyle Bush had a little problem. Was it Kyle or Kurt? Kyle, Kyle had a little problem. He got he got caught up behind of a another car, kind of going through the corners. And you know, I mean, whenever you sit there and you wait for the last four or five minutes to go out there and try to make that, you know, fast lap and stuff, and everybody's sitting there waiting, all of a sudden you've got you've got twenty cars out there, so you just about got another race. Yeah, yeah. I see where he qualified seventeenth, and his yeah. brother Kurt, who's won there several times, uh, is 27th. So uh, I want to mention who we've got on the show today, other than the mystery Subaru guest. <laughs> I don't know who that's going to be. But at 1020, we've got Michael Walter from Fox Sports. Uh, had his brother on last week, and his brother, I guess it was too much for him. He denounced his retirement after, uh, after appearing on our show. I don't know if the two were connected at all. Probably not. And then, of course, at 1040, we'll have Nelson Crozier with his insight on what we saw last week at Texas and what we might see at Bristol this weekend. At 10, at a, just after 11 o'clock, we've got our drag racing buddy, Ernie Smith, to bring us up to speed on how he's doing. He's uh, put the Kaiser J in the, back of the, in the back of the shop, and he's driving a new car. We'll talk to him about that. And, uh, and hopefully during that hour, we can, uh, during that segment, after 11 o'clock, we'll have somebody from Subaru. And I don't know how that's going to go, but it seems like we ought to do it. Well, we'll, fi we'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. It's, it's got a number on the side of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Alex, how are we doing back in the studio there? We're good back here. Well, are we going to do a 20-minute uh, a break every 20 minutes? That's the way we do our show. Yep. I am ready when you guys are. Well, you just send me the cue, and I'll, I'll, I'll quit talking because we need to get Michael Walter on, like, right right quick all right thank you you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg start your engines we'll be back after this quick pit stop on fox sports 1498 3 fm Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I plant I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John D. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I plant I. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay. So for the rest of you, download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly weekly or monthly watery lake rv park and marina in liberty hill where families get away mention fox sports 1400 and get five percent off your stay up to three days call 803-273-3013 are you sick of all the cookie cutter boring barbershops if so you need to visit the ironsburg barber company in hillcrest shopping center at the ironsburg barber company professionalism and customer service is their top priority owner aj west makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair so if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun man cave like environment then give aj a call at 864 The Ironsburg Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. Our new app is ready to roll. Listen to us live and more by downloading it today. Search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. Welcome back to Start Your Engines from the Hawk Fest here in beautiful downtown Spartanburg. And it is my pleasure to welcome on the show this morning, Michael Walter. Michael, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Welcome to Start Your Engines. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you coming uh, on the show, and uh, we've got a barbecue festival here down in Spartanburg that is really just fantastic. But uh, like I say, I haven't got to talk to you lately, but uh, uh, we talked to your brother last week, and I, we heard the news he's going to get out of the booth. I hope you're not planning on following footsteps no time, no time soon. But uh, Yeah, we're, uh, we're at the Fox Sports Studios this morning and doing um, some hits for the big Xfinity race today and a little review of practice this morning and, and uh, getting everybody set up to go racing this afternoon. I'm actually going to yeah. talk about my brother Daryl's big decision that you mentioned um, on on uh, FS1 today, so be sure everybody tunes in when they get done listening to your great radio show. Well, I'm, I hope it wasn't a great radio show that made him decide to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that was probably in the works before last Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning. Oh, I think that's for certain. He's been contemplating this for a while and, and uh, just finally decided it was time and just really appreciate all he's given. All the young racers that are now doing TV because they saw Big CW get out of the booth and enjoying the TV world and knowing that that's a big part of being a NASCAR driver is how you, how you use the media, and how you use television to help your sponsors so, that the, so you can race the car and do what you love. Yeah, you know, Michael, uh, 
the TV work is awful tough. And I remember Daryl telling me on a couple occasions that he felt like he worked a whole lot harder doing the TV stuff and traveling and all the makeup, all the things that go into it. Uh, he felt like he's going on vacation. He went, said he felt like he's working more than he did when he's winning championships and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, Daryl paved the way for a lot of people. You know, he, he paved the way for the modern-day race driver uh, back in the early 70s. He paved the way for the, the, the drivers up in the booth. That's uh, just really neat. And uh, you do you do a good job, too. Uh, uh, it's just, it's, just a, uh, it's kind of a sad thing to see him gone. My brother was saying it. He said, I, I'd love to hear Walter talk. And he, he was very sad, and it, 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 you know he's not going to be in the booth no more. So maybe we have to come down to Spartmer and have a beer with him or something. <laughs> well, I'm just uh, thankful that that I can call him my big brother. He was an inspiration to me in many ways, my whole career. And uh, he's at the track he loves so much, but the Motor Speedway, and um, that's, that's, I know he's happy being there. Well, I want to talk about Michael Waltrip a little bit. We talked about Daryl last week. Let's talk about Michael. You know, you've done a lot in your career and you're so outspoken it's great to hear you uh every week on the air I, as i look down through the hog fest here at all the people i think about <laughs> it makes me want to do the 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 walk you take before every race down pit road <laughs> and uh that's something i would say uh, correct me if i'm wrong mike uh daryl did does have boogity 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 but i i associate you with uh that walk you that you take and it's um that to me is like your signature uh, event at each race. Well, we enjoy the grid walk, getting down with the competitors, the grid walk. Just, I could, just could trying to the find uh, <laughs> some uh, some some light moments before they strap in and go racing. And the racers are always real kind to me and giving me and the, the folks watching Fox Sport something to to laugh about or enjoy before before we get serious and go racing. So I'm thankful for that and. And I talked about yep. Fox Sports. I'm down here in Charlotte this morning, and if uh, if 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 I get another chance, I'm, I'm gonna call y'all back another day and talk longer. But I'm getting called toward the set right now, and I just wanted to say thank you for having me and enjoy the the festival and uh, the NASCAR race this weekend from Bristol. Well, Michael, we we would love to do that. I wish we had more time with you because I got a lot of things I wanted to talk to you. I think the coolest thing I've ever seen is when you won Talladega that year. I think that was like two thousand three or four, and you popped out of the roof of the car. I don't think I've ever seen anything so cool as that. That, that was, was that, that was the coolest that's thing. The best that way was to ever fantastic. Car, I promise you that. Well, that was great. Look, I know you're in a hurry, and uh, as a Fox affiliate, we're not going to hold up the mothership. So you go do what you got to do, and thank you for coming on Start Your Engines. You're very welcome, and I'll call you guys back another day. Okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. That is a an abbreviated talk with Michael Waltrip. We... Uh, we talked about his brother more than we talked about him, which I, I didn't know it was going to go that way, but that's just the way it happened. Well, he was one of our larger drivers, so, I mean, he couldn't come out that window that fast. <laughs> that was that was so cool the way... That was, that was cool, and a lot of that was based on a bit for a bigger driver. Yep. Well, I mean, do they still have those trap doors? I mean, that was for, you know, a quick exit, and uh, I don't know if that's still... I don't, with I, the bars over the head and everything, I don't know if they still have those. I, I don't think they have them no more. 
you know. Because that was, that was, uh, I can tell you when that was, that was at the EA Sports 500, because I wrote it down and made a note of it here, and it was in um, 2003, like I said. Well, so it's been 15, 16 years ago. Well, you know, a couple of them drivers, they started having troubles with them top doors that was kind of getting loose and stuff like that. And I think NASCAR had to deal a little something different. Yeah. You no, know, they had, you know, they had, had the lifter, lifter deals, you know, the Rouse can come up with to slow them up. And, you know, some of these some of these crew chiefs and stuff, they would start to, well, we can knock some wind off that rear spoiler, so we'd be going faster. <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, <laughs> and that was a pretty good place to do it. Yes, it was. Just, just leave it cracked up a little bit, and it might cool the driver off, and it sure takes the air off that rear spoiler. Yes. We will uh, have an opportunity here to touch on some other things that I didn't think we were going to have time for. or I mean, I, I didn't know where I was going to squeeze it in, but uh, the uh, the race last week, I assume we all three watched it. I know I did, and that was at Texas, and Denny Hamlin got back in victory lane for the first time since the Daytona 500. Didn't win a race at all last year. This year, he has won um, two of the first seven. He's on a roll. He's getting there. And nobody picked him. Our astute panel of, of racing experts uh, couldn't. We don't normally pick Hamlin, so uh, but we didn't pick Keselowski the week before, so we got a two-week drought going here. But it was a fairly comfortable win um, for. Uh, I mean, almost three seconds. That's when you got a margin of victory that big. It's uh, that's a fairly decent size. Well, you know, you, you you watched the race. The tires stayed with the drivers that much longer. Yeah. The new tires were not an advantage over the the tires that had thirty laps on them. Yeah. And I mean, whenever you can just come in there and get a little dash of gas and go run back up there, you you was gone. Well, Denny Hamlin was gone, and uh, so far of all the races we've had, we've had two. Shops, the way I look at it, is winning all the races, and that's either um, Gibbs or Stuart Haas. So, yep. uh, as a matter of fact, the second place car was a Stuart Haas car. Yes, sir. And fifth place, I think, Jimmy Johnson made the top five. Jimmy Johnson, but we don't pay off for the, we only pay off for winners here. I like to keep the points, point standing simple. Yeah, because uh, I went two in a row. Didn't I go two in a row? You went two in a row. And then I finished second the next one. Yep. Yeah, so you're you're leading the pack because nobody else can pick a winner. But the first, uh, r the rundown from last week's uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts 500 at at, uh, at Texas was Denny Hamlin first, Clint Boyer was second, as I said for Haas, and third was a Haas car with Daniel Suarez who had a really good race. Fourth, we go back to Gibbs with uh, Eric Jones, and then Jimmy Johnson was fifth for uh, Rick Hendrick. Followed by William Byron for Hendrick, Eric Almarola for Stuart Haas, Kevin Harvick for, Susan, for Stuart Haas. Um, Kurt Busch with Ganassi was ninth and tenth was Kyle Busch. So, I mean, Stuart Haas and, um, and uh, Gibbs, are, they got it together. Yep. Uh, you know, we've had, we've had years where teams started out rather dominant, and I think we've got it again. I believe you're right, Perry. Uh, after the race, I mean, it looks like the fastest qualifier and all of that. That's that's great for the Sunday morning paper, but uh, it's the Monday morning paper that you want the headline in, and and uh, that's uh, something that they aren't exactly dividing up too much. It's, it's either the Toyotas or the or the uh, or the Fords. Chevrolet's got to got to be looking at this. They're on the pole. In fact, they got the front row today, as I mentioned. Um, 
Xfinity last week was another Kyle Busch benefit as he won the Xfinity race with Tyler Reddick second, Christopher Bell third, Chase Briscoe fourth, and Jeb Burton was fifth. And uh, not too good a day for Jeremy Clements. He uh, he uh, finished 26th, which fortunately for us and for Jer- Jeremy Clement fans, the other drivers uh, that he's around there battling around 15th, 16th, 17th in the standings didn't have great times uh, either. He did get a... A lucky dog at the end of the first stage, which tells you that, you know, I think that was an 80-lap, about an 80-lap stage, and that means that uh, it didn't take him too long to lap him, which that's not good. But as far as the point standings go, he's... uh, he, he is right there among them. He is 17th, but he is uh, he's right behind Jeffrey Earnhardt and Greg Galding. So actually, he's only seven points out of out of uh, 15th. So he's still right there. Long way to go, and uh, he had some good races after that last place at Daytona or next to last or whatever it was. The uh, Xfinity cars will be running this afternoon, and. Uh, I'm not sure what time that race is. I'm sure Nelson will know and he will tell us. Uh, I've got that here somewhere, though. I've got all these papers blowing around in the wind. I can tell you that we don't have to discuss the trucks too much. That Xfinity race is um, at 1 o'clock on FS1. And the trucks are taking April off. How's that? They don't run again until May the 3rd. At Dover, at the uh, Jegs 200, so uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about there with the trucks. Kyle Bush has won four races in a row, and uh, so he's not eligible for the point. So the point leader there is Stuart Friesen, Grant Enfinger second, Ben Rhodes third, Johnny Sauter fourth, and Brett Moffitt fifth. So we don't have a whole lot to talk about with the trucks here for a whole month. No, you know, Barry. It's like this with the new schedule, uh, doing the, the back-to-back Pocono race. Uh, the trucks and some of these different things that they have going on, but we really feel like that uh, uh, Brother, where you been? A, lot of, a lot of the thing is they've seen how they can have a fantastic Bush Grand National race. And... Uh, uh, then you already got they're doing double headers already. Yeah, you know, so maybe that isn't that bad of an idea. In Pocono, we always run one month apart anyway, didn't we, Alan? Yep. And so let's see how that works out. That might be that might be good. Well, but uh, well, the back to back there, you know, your TV stations and all. People don't realize how much time it takes for them to set all them cameras up, run all them wires. Whenever you can run them back to back, guess what they do? It's easier on them. And they got to have all the personnel to, to maintain the race. Yep. And NASCAR's got to have their inspectors and all their people there. So maybe it's not. I mean, I was kind of floored, me and Perry, and I think everybody was you know, when they talked about it. But that might be something. I mean, what's the difference? They run the bus car. That's a little bit shorter race. Yeah. And half the cup guys are in it, which I don't go for that. But I mean, now they can run. They just have to take that extra car. I mean,. Racers are racers. Racer, racer. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've raced three nights in one weekend, and one night I had to stay up all night rebuilding a race car to go to Gaffney the next night. That's I mean, right. but but guess what? You still got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to get over it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. 
Well, we're going to take a break right now and uh, come back with our uh, our expert, Nelson Crozier, and hear what he has to say. If uh, I, I mean, they're flying up there at Bristol. When you go around the track in 13 and a half, 14 seconds, you don't really have much time to... to, to Think about it. It's just, uh, here he comes again. And uh, when you get all of them out there, it was Dick Trickle's old saying, racing, uh, what was it, jet fighters in the gymnasium or something like that. Yep. So it's, that's about the way it is. But we're going to take our next break right now and uh, come back with Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Hogfest at the corner of Church and Main. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. What if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Chris Foster puts both his first and last name on his business, and that means something. Chris Foster Heating and Air has served Spartanburg for over a decade. If you need repair work or installation on any heating or air system for your home or business, need gas logs and major gas appliance work, or a water heater, or space heaters, call the guy that uses both his first and last names. Chris Foster Heating and Air at 707-2343. And because things can need repair at any time, there's no upcharge for nights, weekends, or holidays. Chris Foster Heating and Air, 707-2343. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, not like that. How about spinning artichoke dip? That's yummy. No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay. So for the rest of you, download the Fox Sports 1400 app today. It's got it all. Photos, links to our Facebook and Twitter, station notifications, stories, a listen live link, and the elite audio text line. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Sounds delicious. Wait, why is his mic still on? I didn't race last night. Yeah. Okay. Are we back on the air? <laughs> 
but we went straight from the commercial. I thought there was some music there for uh, no an opening. We usually we usually play. Yeah. You see Let's fire him up. Click, yeah, click on him. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. Sorry for the ragged start right there, but uh, how are you doing? Oh, doing pretty good this morning. Uh, now, are you in Charlotte area or Bristol? Uh, I'm in between at the moment. Oh, you're on the road. Okay. Right. Well, that's uh, great. Just finished uh, your know, cup practice and Xfinity qualifying. And, uh, you know, the cars, uh, just one word, fast. Yeah. You know, 19 cars uh, were, uh, you know, below 15 seconds a lap. Good grief. Um, so... We're looking at some real, and I was just talking about it before we got you on, before the break. I mean, we're looking at some real domination here with two teams, and that's Haas and uh, and especially Joe Gibbs. And uh, I well, tell you let's what, back it, up. I, I have to disagree with you there. Uh, okay, disagree it, with me. You're Joe Gibbs has four wins. Penske has three wins. Did I say Pen? I, I said Haas. I meant to say Penske. I'm sorry, but uh, okay, that was uh, yeah. I'm sorry. My fault. My fault. My fault. But what I was. Uh, but the point is, that it, there is a lot of uh, wins for just two teams when you've got so many very competitive, very expensive teams out there. And Chevrolet has none yet, although they're they're doing okay on qualifying day. Right. Well, uh, you know, as I said in qualifying, Chevrolet's. Uh you did pretty good, but uh, you got Chevrolet on the front row. Uh, then you got Ryan Blaney in a Penske car uh, alongside Eric Jones. And then you got Hamlin uh, alongside Amarola, uh, you know, in a Haas car. Well, I mean, what uh, what are they doing? To, uh, it looks like there's got to be at some point a point where uh, at some at some point you can't go any faster around Bristol. I mean. That's they've got to, you know. It's almost like the sound barrier. I mean, can you can you still go faster? <laughs> you know, last year they said no. This is as fast as we're going to go. And well, that's what I, that's what I thought. But uh, you know, they they there's always seems to be more speed in there. Now there's no. Is there anything particular that they've done for the cars that's making them go faster at Bristol? I mean, I know they changed rules and things. Is that helping the speed at Bristol? Oh, absolutely. They've got a little less horsepower than last year, but they've got a tremendous amount of downforce. So, you know, you're much faster through the turns. That's what's making the difference. Uh, they put traction compound down the lower groove, uh, but uh, by mid-race, I think you're going to see them running up around the wall. Uh you know, just very, very fast. But, uh, you know, unlike the largest speedway where you have time to take a breath, uh, Bristol, uh, you're going down the short straightaway, 150 feet. Uh, you take and hold the breath until uh, exit turn two, and then you breathe out and quickly inhale again before you go into turn <laughs> three. So, so you're talking about two breaths a lap. That's it, and this is probably the most physically demanding racetrack that we run. 
Yep, it always has been, Nelson, and, and you're exactly right. Uh, I can remember when a 16-second lap was just super. Yeah. Uh, I remember sitting on the pole up there with Buddy Baker, and I think we run a, a, a 17 flat. But it's a fast place. It's, it's a right. fast place. Well, one of the biggest things, uh, biggest things that have made it faster are the tires. You know, downforce certainly contributes to it, but Goodyear has really done a job with the tires. Yeah, yep. and sometimes in between that lap, you got to talk to your crew chief down there, tell him what the car's <laughs> doing. <laughs> uh, well, but, uh, you know, uh, Kurt Bush was trying to talk to his crew chief, uh, and he was huffing and puffing, you know, uh, just like he run a four-minute mile. Man, well, Nelson, was there anything in particular we could take away from Texas last week? No, I thought it was a better race than it had been. Uh, I did, too. You know, I agree with that. So, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, totally different track than we got this week. Last week, tires were not a factor. Some people did not take tires. Some took two. Some took four. Uh, and, uh, you know, Denny Hammond won because, uh, you know, pitch strategy. They came in and they took just a bare minimum of uh, gasoline. Uh Number two car, uh, you know, finisher, he took just a little bit more gas and got beat out of the pits, and that's what made the difference in the race. And and Denny Hamlin did about all he could do to, to lose the race. Did he not have two uh, speeding penalties on pit road? Or Yeah, uh, I think that's two, what it was. Two penalties. Uh, one was for, quote, uncontrolled tire. That's and right. Unfortunately, TV did not show... Uh, on the initial replay of the right tire. Uh, when the uh, front tire man went around from the right side to the left side, the tire was left unattended. The jet man ran by the tire, and then the tire carrier came from the rear of the car with the rear tire, picks up the front tire, and goes. And that's what the penalty was for. Uh, but, you know, initially they showed on TV where the tire changer had the tire setting at arm's length away. Uh, and that's what they thought was the uncontrolled tire, but that was not the case. Yeah, and I was watching it on the radio, actually, and uh, they made it sound like it was, uh, a, a, I don't know if they saw the same thing or not, but they... Uh, uh, the Performance Racing Network made it sound like it was a real ticky-tack thing where the tire was just uh, left sitting on the line or something like that, and they and they said that was the violation. Well, you know, uh, in NASCAR's defense, what they're trying to do is uh, police it so you don't have any runaway tires. And right. uh, th their interpretation was that that was, had the potential to be a runaway tire. Well, I mean, you know... If you're going to make a rule, you got to enforce it. And if you can't be on the line, it's like stepping out of bounds. I mean, just don't put the tire on the line. And if you do, you pay the penalty. Whether or not the penalty is too steep, I don't, I don't know. But uh, nevertheless, well, so he won the race. So long as it's the same penalty for everyone and the same interpretation, you know, that's well and good. And that's what has been lacking in the past. It's been, uh, you know, uh, the enforcement of penalties. Yeah, Nelson, uh, kind of refresh my memory. Now, this wasn't a loose tire off a of pit road, but it was back in the 80s, and it was kind of humorous. Luckily, it didn't hurt the inspector, but somebody lost a tire coming up off a of four, 
and it was running down the racetrack, running probably about 60 miles an hour. I think, I think it was Joe Gathaway. Somebody went out there and tried to stop it. And Alan remembers it, and it just ran <laughs> slap over him. You know, I mean, okay. he thought he's just uh, going. If it's the one you're thinking about, it was a Dover, uh, and it was a crewman on, uh, oh, uh, I don't know what the, uh, the team owner's name was, but crewman went out to stop it, and that thing was running every bit of 60 miles an hour. It was not only the tire and wheel, but as I recall, I think it had the spindle attached to it. And that you ran know, it over. It weighed 100 pounds. It did. <laughs> It did, and I mean, uh, they put him in the hospital for a while. Fortunately, he recovered. But uh, I've seen where a tire go, has gone clear around the racetrack. Well, I, you know, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. When you said it was at Dover, I said, well, they should have got it the next time by, and it would have been doing about 20. <laughs> well, that if it had run over the crewman, uh, hard to say, probably would have ended up on the back of the church. Yeah. Nelson, let's get our picks in before the time gets away from us. I'll let you go first. Okay. I think I'll take Harvick. Kevin Harvick. All right. Uh, I'm going to go next because I've already written a nine down by my name, and this will be three weeks in a row I've uh, picked Chase Elliott. So uh, he's got the pole. Maybe he can lead 500 laps or, or be there at the fifth 500th lap. Um, how, what you got, Greg? I'll go with... Uh I'll go with Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. I mean, he's not up front, but I guarantee he'll be there. Yep. Alan's down there chuckling. What you got, Alan? I'm going to go with Clint Boyer. He's he's a entertaining, and Bristol's an entertaining racetrack. And um, Ronnie's not here today, so we'll have a guest picker, and I'm going to ask uh, Ryan Clary who he thinks is going to win the race this week. No, I'll tell you who. You doing right now? Yep. Hang on. <laughs> All right, I can't hear myself, so can you all hear me? Yes, sir. Are we are we good? You're good. All right. Uh, winner this week? Yep. Uh, Bill Elliott's kid. No, I already picked him. Oh. Unless you want to pick Chase, the... right? Yeah, Chase, I got him. Good so, pick. Uh, how about uh, Brad Kreslowski? Brad Keselowski. Did is I say excellent... it right? Yeah, well, Keselowski. Sure. We usually fight over him, but Brad uh, you can Keselowski. have him. Brad can I have him? You got this him. This is not his track. They're all his track. They're all his track. Yeah. yeah, I feel good about that. He can win anywhere. Pitt. It was either him or Jeff Gordon. Uh, Jeff was in the booth. Oh, okay. All right, no. No, no, I like uh, I like Brad a lot. Nelson? Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show, and uh, be safe up there. We'll talk to you next week from uh, Richmond. Okay, I've just uh, mentioned uh, two that nobody thought about was Eric Jones uh, and Daniel Suarez. Well, Suarez is doing well, and so is Jones. And uh, I thought about him, but I, I got to get a, I got to pick a Chevrolet. Yeah, and of course the other one, which is right in line there, is Ryan Blaney. Uh, he was the fastest on a short run. Well, Nelson, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, you should be here at the Hog Fest, boy. It smells good. I can't wait to eat some of it. <laughs> uh, send some aroma over the line. I sure will. Thank you. That's Nelson Crozier, our our expert, and as Ronnie would say if he was here, the smartest man he knows. But I'm glad to have Ryan Clary here yeah, for just thanks. a minute before the break. Yeah. Ryan, uh, we've never had you on the show before, and no. I want to tell you how much we appreciate what you've oh, done for us. Thank you. For uh, I've, I've bragged about you several times with uh, 
saving Spartanburg Radio as far as I'm concerned. Well, thank you. And um, no doubt. I want to tell you firsthand how much I appreciate well, I what tell you've you, done. Uh, while, we're, while we're doing what you say we're doing, we're sitting comfortable thanks to you guys. Well. The chairs in the studio are fantastic, guys. I mean, they're absolutely fantastic. Greg couldn't yeah. even sit in his front. He had to turn it around and sit and straddle the back of it. It was Those chairs were in such sorry Oh, no. This has been fantastic. That no, was our pleasure listen, to do that. Thank you. And listen, we love being down here, man. I mean, you said it best. Are you kidding me? Now, they're going to bring some barbecue over to us about 1130. Good. So, uh, sample a little bit of it, do some blind tasting. But uh, this is perfect, man. We always say this, in, in, winter is over when the hog fest is here. Yep. Look at the trees. So many things are happening. You get Spring Fling coming up. Music on Main gets going. Jazz on the Square this summer. All the events, the big bike race here in a month or so. I love the bike oh, race. Oh, it's fantastic. And everything gets started with the Hog Fest. So, I mean, a lot of teams here. You get uh, food trucks all day down here, down Main Street, Com- uh, competitors, Church Street. You better get here at noon. Because the competition trucks are going to run out of samples real fast. Well, I heard they ran out of wings yesterday. Oh, yeah, they run out fast. So, I mean, this place will be slammed in about an hour. There's a kid zone that's free. There's beer trucks. There'll be music going from about noon all the way to 9 o'clock tonight. So it's a blast of an event. We have a lot of fun here. Yeah, the weather's perfect. It's going to be in the mid seventies, low seventies today, and it's not not very breezy. Uh, you just you could think of a better thing to do. Maybe come this afternoon, goof around, eat, drink, yeah. go home and watch some uh, NCAA basketball. Yeah, I'm sad about that. You know, I'm a big Duke fan. Yeah, I know you are. I'm sad about that. Well, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it, but you know, my team. Uh, I don't have one. I don't know where to go. I guess I pull for Virginia now. I mean, it's, I hear this Texas Tech coach is uh, is really personable. Yeah, I don't know really a thing about him. I read about him in the paper yesterday. But in, the, uh, anybody but Bruce Pearl for me. I can't stand. Yeah, Bruce anybody Pearl. but Bruce Pearl. I'm He's a, that's not a knock on Auburn. Auburn's good program, but anybody but Bruce Pearl. I just didn't like. Uh, I mean, I'm no saint. Okay. But I'm not a liar. Right. And when you're just out and out lied at NCAA, right. I mean, how, how is he trying to pull that off? I don't, I don't know. I just, that sticks with me a long t- time. I'm going to talk forever. Do you all need to go to break? Oh, well, I'm waiting on, maybe Chris will tell me when it's time to, he, yeah. they said he was going to count me down. So uh, You still got oh, plenty of time. Is it the top of the hour break? Uh, yeah. Oh, we got time. Yeah. He's got a, uh, oh, no, he you're just you're said saying. we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah, we so. got plenty of time. All right. Uh, yeah, the new guy. Well, let's do this on hand. Yeah, well, right, speaking yeah. of new guys. New guys. You've never met Alan Hill. Alan Hill, how you doing? This is Ryan Clary. He's the he's the main man at the radio station. You and are Adam. a lot better looking than these two. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, a lot, uh, yeah, sure. Well, he's a lot younger too. Yeah, thanks. Sure. He's got more gray hair, but he's uh, he's a lot. I guarantee he's uh, ten years younger than the oldest of us, which is me. But uh, no, Alan does our local stuff. He got awesome. a he's won the track championship how many years in a row at Gaffney? Uh, not in a row, but we've got seven. Seven. Very nice. And that was going to be one of my questions, and you don't give it away. Well. Uh, sorry about that. He's got a whole bag of goodies, by the way. That he's yep. going to give away oh, hats nice. and things here. We've stuff. only got an hour to do it, so yeah. we got to start. We got to start doing that. I mean, this yep. place will be slammed really in about an hour. It's, it's a lot of fun. So welcome. We're glad to have you, man. Yeah, Alan. Uh, he's uh, got the number twenty-five car, right? Twenty-five T. We run mostly at Gaffney Speedway, Cherokee Speedway over in Gaffney. Sometimes we'll venture off and go up to Harris. Danny Tesnier and. Uh, but you did win what seven of 
18 races last year? No, we won 10 of 17. 10 of 17. Wow. Very nice. Year before. Oh, sure. Year before. Hey, let me ask you guys this, because your, your listening audience right now is is mainly racing fans. I hope so. And, and they're probably not relating to, to sports fans like myself, who certainly grew up watching racing and have kind of not watched it as much recently. And, Perry, you and I have talked about this yeah. on Open Mic several times, about how to get race fans back. But most of your listening audience right now are race fans and love the sport. Are race fans right now, those who are watching the race this Sunday, who, who were doing what you did, I thought you were going to write down Brad Keselowski. You just wrote down his number. Right. So I'm not a race fans, but when I say Keselowski, they think two. So are race fans in denial? Are race fans thinking the sport is fine? Or are the race fans very frustrated with the sport? Kind of like a baseball fan. Baseball fans sometimes can get very frustrated with baseball. We know it's boring. We know it's frustrating. We know how to fix it, and they just won't do it. Are race fans in that realm, or are they more, no, I think the sport's fine, you just don't get it? No, the sport's not fine. And you can look at the grandstand, and the, uh, you know when they're covering up thousands of seats. And I did a bit of the first show, I think, about how the, they've torn down since last year. Uh, they've removed 58,000 seats from tracks. Now, that was just the tracks owned by... Uh, uh, oh man, look at this guy bringing up oh, bringing barbecue. Yeah, share with these guys. Let me have it. Yeah. Um, well, you haven't had yeah. this. this is, I have not. This is the brisket. Oh my. Oh, gosh. thank you. Well, oh, you're so kind. Thank you. I'm gonna you're need so a napkin. Kind. Here, Greg, you do it. I'll, I'll eat the next one. Here, what is, is this brisket? Yeah, brisket. <laughs> oh man, I love but it. But to answer your question, yeah. they're taking seats down. They've, they've removed like fifty-eight thousand seats from the tracks owned by the France family, and um, the, nobody thinks the sport's healthy. Uh, they're trying everything in the world to improve it. They came up with the chase, and they've mm -hmm. tuned that several times and tweaked it. They've um, uh, so got a whole new rule package this week, which actually made for a pretty exciting race at Texas last week. Uh, and so, you know, I think the problem is there's just too much to do. I mean, with... Uh, I mean, people entertain themselves all day long on their phone. Right. I mean, there's, there's just too there's too much going on and too many uh, ways to spend your uh, your you know your extra cash and your extra time. Yeah. Alan, yeah, you got that. And plus, too, don't get me wrong. Some of these people just want to see these boys just get out there and race. I'm talking about without NASCAR. You know, don't want to say nothing. Just like we was talking about the tire a while ago. Don't don't when when we was there. A tire getting away, I mean, it was over there in the grass over there on the other side, wasn't it, Greg? That's it. <laughs> but, but, but to answer, to, to expand on your question, it's not suffering locally, though, is it? Gaffney's packed. Gaffney's yeah, packed. Yeah, the local about, tracks, it's not affected yeah. whatsoever. They're this, doing better than ever. The Saturday night racing, stuff like that, I'm going to tell you. I know we've only got about a minute or so, but what about, what about adapting and trying to get more live gambling while there. Well, you know, there's a lot what the NFL is talking about right now is being able to pull up your phone, pull up an app while you're at a game, being able to bet. I mean, you could bet on who's the who's winning in five laps from now. Yeah. You're talking about right now action, short-term action within a yeah. four-hour event. Well, it's a work in progress, and I think I think maybe you'll probably see that. But, I mean, is that something I don't know? Is that something you can do in football? I mean, can you bet? Uh, like oh yeah, a, a it's coming. Quarter to quarter. Or? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you can do also. Huh? But I yeah. got. By the way, I'm not listening anymore. This yeah. brisket is 
unreal good. Yeah, and I got mine in my hand. I can't eat this until uh, so good until Chris gets us out of here this for is the break. From, uh, dozed and BQ'd. Yeah, and rub it in, guys. Gosh. Rub it in. This is- this is good. <laughs> this is good. It is really good, Chris. I'm really telling you. Good. Can you smell it from there? <sighs> Don't I mean, get me started. Wafting over to Garner Road. I think the wind's blowing that way. So I'll open the window. Last time I had it this good, we'd run at Texas World Speedway. Yeah. Which doesn't exist, but anymore. It was right outside of Texas A&M. College Station. Yep. That place called Tom Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And this is every bit of good as this. This is phenomenal. Well, I hate to tell you, I'll be the only race car tonight racing. I'm going to have a stick taped to the top of my car with a string hung there, and it's going to have a rib up in front of it, and I know Danny's going to try to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <clears throat> well, I'm telling you what, if we, uh, I'm the only one that's not eating, so I guess that's why i got to do the talking right now. But this is, uh, this is a fabulous event. We're smarter than you. We threw it in our mouth real quick, so we forced you to talk. <laughs> well, that's what I came here to do. I came here to talk, and uh, if you look at my waistline, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt me to miss a, to miss a meal or two. But uh, Ryan's turned his mic off. I think they're going to do something along the lines of uh, Michael Waltrip's grid, talk, grid walk that he talked about. I think they're going to walk around and do uh, an hour's worth of man-on-the-street interviews or something like that, and they'll all have food in their mouth. Yeah, that's right. And um, so, anyway, we're going to take a break now and come back after our 11 o'clock break and talk to Ernie Smith and the Subaru Racing Team. You're listening to Start Your Engines. We are The home of Gamecocks baseball is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your
your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. It's true. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, we agree. And we'd like to help. We're Edward Jones. Together, we'll give your long-term retirement strategy the attention it deserves. Stop by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jill Huey's office at 13509 Asheville Highway in Inman. Edward Jones. Making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hey! This is Arnie Spanier. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. A good one can mean a championship, but a bad one can set your franchise back for years. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. Just go to True Car. Simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Got a sports package or a moonroof? Watch as they bump up your car's value in real time. High mileage? You already know what it's going to cost you, but now you know how much it's going to ding your wallet so you can strategize your next move. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes. Then, just bring your car into a local certified dealer and they'll check your car with you together. After that, you can cash out or trade in for a new ride. So, when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Hey, not to brag, but Buffalo Wild Wings is the official chicken wing of the NCAA. Yep, so could it. You know who isn't the official chicken wing of the NCAA? Your couch. Because your couch doesn't have a partnership deal with the NCAA. So do you want to be home on your couch, the official nothing of the NCAA? Or do you want to be at Buffalo Wild Wings? The official place that has lots of TVs and beers and screaming fans, and it's officially better than your couch for college basketball. Buffalo Wild Wings. Please drink responsibly. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And coming to you live and direct from the Hog Festival in downtown Spartanburg. The Hog Fest here at the corner of Church Street in Maine. We're sort of here over uh, on the northeast corner, I think this would be. And uh, I'm starting to get a little crowded here. I don't think it opens till a 12, but uh, Alan, Greg, I think somebody's sneaking in when, when they're not looking. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, <laughs> our guest we, we have right now is our local drag race guy that runs top Mr. Ernie Smith. Ernie, you on the line. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing good. Doing good. There's a lot of good food. We couldn't even hardly do the last section because uh, Clary uh, was going down to get samples of brisket and bringing it up to us. So so everything's going real good. But tell us, tell us where we're at 
with with, with the new car and the testing what? and, and, and well, that sort of thing. Well, you know, we we sold the Henry J at the end of the last season, and you sold it. With the I just got through saying you had it in the back of the garage. <laughs> yeah, we sold it. It was sold to a gentleman out in uh, Iowa who intends to run with us with the Southeast Gasters. He's going to bring it out from Iowa and run the whole tour with us. And great, bought a '66 Chevy two four door car. We, uh, me and my wife Paula, with the, you know help of some great people like all y'all, uh, Kendall Tracy Smith over Party Heat and Air. Scott McFalls, Clay Avery, Wings, etc. Jan Leonard, the folks down at Aces High Tattoo, Myrtle Beach. We were able to put a deal to, you know, I've been blessed over the years to drive for some really good car owners, but me and Paul are on our own ride now. And we've got a brand new Chevy 2, 66 Chevy 2, kind of a unique animal, 388 cubic inches of Ford motor sitting in the front of it. Holy cow. A Ford and a Chevy? Yes, sir. We want to be a little something different. We're bringing out a brand new one. <laughs> Left the bounty hunter name, and uh, we'll roll out next Saturday up Shadyside Dragway. Us and about 90 others. I think there's 86 or 87 already pre-entered with a, a brand-new Paula's Nightmare. Anyway, Ernie, I remember you telling me earlier that uh, first time out of the box that you just literally spin in the wheels. It, it had so much power, and y'all, y'all was having to work on the chassis. And that sort of thing. Now, I'm not, did you get the, the push? Well, you told me y'all got the push rod thing fixed. Uh, got, we had a, little, had a little problem with the push rod. It, uh, we kicked one off the bottom of a rocker arm and each push rod up. I think, you know, from what we can tell, just a bad push rod. Didn't hurt anything, luckily. And still went what would have been a good qualifying number for our class and did it on seven cylinders. So I, I think we got a bad hot rod. I'm, I'm actually out here, just put it on the trailer this morning. Uh, we're getting rid of Right up to our sponsor up Wings, etc. The Southeast Casters has got a little kickoff party going on this afternoon, one to four. We're going to display it up there with the sponsor, and we're we're looking forward to getting started next Saturday. I, I think we got something for them this year. Yeah, it sounds like it. And you had something for them last year, but uh, well, every year you've run, uh, you've had something for them. But this year, it sounds like you got a little more power, a different car. Uh, I kind of like the idea, you know, you got a forward motor in it. Ben's that's about I, the only I, one I know how to, how, I, how to work I, I thought on. that would appeal to you. I, I thought it that would did. appeal to you with the forward motor there. Yeah. But like yeah. I say, and, we, uh, you know, we were blessed with support of some great sponsors. Some, you know, we got some great friends that, you know, don't have sponsor names on their car. They stepped up to help us and... You know, this has always been a dream of mine. Like I said, I've, I've been fortunate through my career. You know, over 20 years, 30 years of racing, I've always been, I guess, considered good enough. For, you know, people trust me to get into their equipment. I drove for some great car owners. But, you know, this year I get me and my, well, I can't just say me, me and my wife Paula, we call our own shots this year. You know, we, we decide what we want to do with it, how we want to do it, it's, it's ours. I tell you what, I think that's going to work. I tell you, Ernie Smith is one of the best drivers in the at Southeast Gasters off the line, and that means everything. Uh, I think I think you said the one time you lost that you wasn't really supposed to, and, and 
and he's usually just right on the money, and that's hard to do, and that's that's complete driver. So he, uh, Ernie can go fast in anything, but if he's in something that he can control, and him Paul handling, uh, I think it'll run run real good, no doubt about it. So uh, Ernie, you say you're at Shady Side next week. How's the where where else can we? go to see you guys run I, i'm getting out there this year i, I want to see these these old cars race well we run you know we ran everywhere from alabama to indiana we will leave shady side uh we'll run there next saturday may 5th will be in london kentucky but anybody in the listening area anybody you know listening on the web they can go to the southeastgasters.com and see our complete schedule we'll be Back at Shadyside in October for our season finals. We start our season and finish our season up there at Shelby. There. Seth and the boys up there, uh, Ronnie Buff's grandsons took over after Mr. Buff passed away. Really do an awesome job at that little racetrack. I'm really proud of them two young boys. They've you know, followed their grandfather's legacy. They're doing something great. and You know, it's our home track, the Southeast Gassers. They make us feel at home, and uh, they pull out all the stops. I mean, somebody wants to see some great racing next Saturday, you know, Heads up, first guy there wins the finish line drag racing and three classes of gassers. And this year we've added super stocks to the mix. And, you know, it's win or go home. Well, like I say, Ernie, many a time we've said, talked this. Uh, the gasser series that y'all are in is very competitive. It's very real. But y'all use older rules with older cars. And what it gives it is, I mean, y'all spinning the wheels, putting up smoke, wrecking, whatever, just like with, with, with the rest of them. But people can relate to the to the Southeast Gasters series much more than they can some of the stuff they see on TV. I mean, it, 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 this is the racing that, that people like me and you and Perry and Alan sitting here that, that we growed up seeing. Uh, exactly. And, uh, it's- it's like Alan was just talking about right before I came on with Cherokee. You know, NASCAR, the NHRA, the big money series, they're hurting. You know, NHRA is just like NASCAR, taking out seats, eliminating racetracks. People want to see, go back to the roots. Go back to Cherokee or Harris on a Saturday night, see them sideways in the dirt, beating and banging. They want to go back with our drag racing series here. You know, the nostalgia stuff is getting very big. We we have a worldwide following in the Southeast Gasters. We're considered the premier nostalgia group in the world right now with our rules package because everything of ours, you know, every car is 1967 or older, has to have a straight axle front end, has to have a four-speed transmission, no automatics. So, you know, you're out there on junk 60 suspension with, you know, 2019 technology inside of, you know, like I run a 388 Ford. It makes mad horsepower, and these things will go everywhere but straight. I mean, you go through the finish line sideways 130 miles an hour, and, you know, it's one of the most fun things I have ever drove in my life. Well, Artie, I tell you what, I can't wait to get out there and see you guys race, and we're going to um, we're gonna let you go right now. But we want you back on the show. We'll have you back on uh, several times this summer. Well, that sounds great. Like I say, if anybody can make it out, qualifying starts at 2 next Saturday, Shadyside Dragway. They leave the hog fest today looking for a little something to do, wings, et cetera, up in Bowling Springs. Myself and a few other guys will be on display up there. They're doing us a little kickoff party with Trevor Hewitt band playing. We'd love to see people come out, check us out, see what we're all about, and then maybe come on up next Saturday and 
fill a seat. That sounds great. Okay, Ernie, thanks for coming on, and we'll be checking in with you later on in the summer. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. Look forward to it. Thank you, Ernie. Thank you, Ernie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We are also going to talk now to, uh, he's digging out his card right now, to Nick Alberger, who is the on-site event manager for Subaru. And as I was saying earlier, we got Subaru. I can see their tent down the street here, and they got their their um, Subaru race team. Nick, welcome on Start Your Engines. Thank you very much for having us. We certainly love coming back again to the uh, Subaru uh, um Store here, which is Vic uh, Bailey Subaru, and and joining them with the uh, uh, Hub City Hog Fest. It's uh, such a delight and an honor to be here, and we invite you to come down and look at our beautiful display that uh, uh, Vic Bailey Subaru has had us have us coming in to be here for you folks, and it is a uh, forty foot. Uh, beautiful uh, showroom that's portable and uh, and we also have the uh, the car that you can come and actually get seat time you can sit in there and feel like feel like you're uh, you're part of the uh, part of the team and uh, if you haven't ever sat in in a, in a in a rally car or any kind of race car car it's an experience it's almost like you want to you put it on your bucket list and take it off immediately you're you're just uh, and it gives you a, a little bit of uh, history and uh, information about the Subaru line. A lot of people don't realize how successful Subaru is in uh, in the racing uh, field, of which is rally. It's out in the bush, and uh, we're super successful. Matter of fact, out of the last ten years, we've we've won the champion nation national championship nine times. Now, who's your driver? Well, we have drivers. several drivers. Yeah. Travis Mastrana is probably the one that's yeah. best known. He tried NASCAR yeah. for a while. Yep, yeah. yeah. and he also just redid uh, the uh, Evil Knievel jumps in. Uh, in Las Vegas last year and was very successful right. with the uh, with the that. with the uh, with the original Indian type of auto, uh, real, uh, motorcycle. Uh, years ago, he did the New Year's jump with a Subaru and jumped almost almost uh, left uh, left uh, Long Beach Pier, <laughs> launched it into that. into the into Pacific Ocean and landed on a on a uh, on a barge barge almost a football field long and uh, that was uh, certainly a lot more interesting than. Watching the ball every year. <laughs> so. Yeah, it certainly was. I remember that, and I forgot it was on New Year's. Uh, yeah, New, New Year's. Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, now where are y'all based? We're based out of Vermont. Yeah, we're based out of Vermont. Just up the road. Just up the road. It's you know, it's kind of like Subaru is one of the places that they really started because of the the rough uh, winters and, and the likes of that. But since then, people have realized that uh, you know, not just uh, snow is not only a factor, but it's sometimes if you get a lot of uh, a lot of water and stuff on the road, you realize that all-wheel drive uh, feature of the Subaru, and of course, it's symmetrically balanced, a low center of gravity. It's safety, safety, safety when it comes to a Subaru. Yeah, and that uh, so. A lot of people my age and older want to put their children in a Subaru because they know it's a safe environment. Uh, let me ask you something I've always wondered, and I guess I could probably look this up. What does your logo mean with the stars? It, it, is, it is Subaru. It actually is the, uh, it is a, it's a cluster of, uh, of, uh, uh, of stars that represent uh, strength. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, now, you know, we're... Alan runs a of championship 
winning dirt car yeah, around yeah, here at Cherokee yeah, Speedway. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's dominant, let's put it that way, yeah. and the other dirt tracks around the area. But where could, is there any place anywhere near here to see the rally? The I mean, closest, yeah. the close, unfortunately, you know, you can't, there is, there is a, there is a track in, uh, in, uh, uh, Colum Columbia, Columbus, uh, uh, Columbia, uh, South Carolina, which is called, uh, Sand, Sand, Sand Blast. Okay. You know, unfortunately, we don't race that, that particular round, but say the closest one, a national, uh, track would be, or, uh, round that we would participate in is, uh, uh, is probably going to be uh, Salem, Missouri. Okay. Yeah. So it's because uh, with the Blue Ridge Mountains, I mean, you can. I know. If that tent wasn't in the way, you yeah. can see them. Yeah. You know, I, th th I would think there would be some great venues up in there or to either build one or use so existing roads. I guess y'all mostly race on existing roads, right? Or, or yeah. maybe totally. Yeah. yeah, we'd probably really consider. We should consider doing the Tale of the Dragon. Which I, I've never been, but I understand that that's a really good uh, menu for a Subaru. I think the closest thing we've ever had to that, and I don't even think it exists anymore. Do they still do the Chimney Rock Hill Climb? No. Hey, John Finger used to win that thing yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah, you know yeah. lives, who lives in Greenville, but uh, you know hill climbing and, and rally, I would think would be first cousins. <laughs> One would, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. One's a straight yeah, line, yeah, and the other. Yeah, well, but yeah. a rally is that a closed course, or are you going from a point to a point? Like You're going from a point to point to point. But it's all it's all managed so there's no there's no everybody knows that the we'll say the road is hot. Yeah, you know, the track. You know, the road is hot, so that means nobody can uh, enter the road. Well, if you want to go on YouTube and see some of the wildest racing footage you could imagine, look up some of this rally stuff. Because man, they go out into bushes and yeah, that's what and uh, I mean, it's yeah. exciting. But you got to you got to really have some some strict crowd control there because those oh, yeah. guys are flying down two lane roads yeah. or, or one lane roads yeah, right, in some cases. Right, right, and and you know, you mentioned about the uh, hill climb. the The largest hill climb east of the Mississippi is in uh, it's Mount. Washington climbed to the clouds and uh, we were able to uh, Audi had it for a long time in the last few years Subaru's got the is not only got got the record for winning it but also has the fastest time fastest time on uh, for the last couple of years and it's Subaru yeah. Nick, tell us again before we let you go because I'm we're, we actually when I saw that trailer down there I said we got to squeeze those people in so that's exactly what we did and Thank I'm so you. proud you were able to come on the show if uh, you, uh, what can people, you, you, you touched on it just now? Yeah. Where are you located? I see it. You're right by the clock tower. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? And, and they, they can come sit in the car, and better than that, they can see our new beautiful, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Vic Bailey's, uh, has a beautiful new, uh, ascent, and it's the eight passengers. It's, it's the biggest love has ever got when it came, comes to Subaru. So, okay. You, and it, and it, and the towing capacity is 5,000 pounds. And some so. of the absolutely safest cars on the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can get some interaction down at the trailer and come up and look at a couple brand new brand new Subarus and enjoy uh, the comforts of knowing that if you purchase one you'll be in a very one of the, one of the safest vehicles ever ever produced Nick thank you so much yes, for sir. coming on up start thank your you. engines don't yeah. don't thank you knock your head off there that, <laughs> that, those headphones are connected that was uh yeah that was Nick oh uh, wait a minute let me get, I got it right here all burger thank you Nick You're very welcome. and uh, I tell you, it's a very impressive thing they've got down there with Subaru, and I'm going to check it out before I leave. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to have uh, Alan Hill give us the local rundown, and he's going to give away some stuff. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. We
There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirits' tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirits carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't plantai. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon whip, no trim. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. Hey, plantai. I used to have a sweet tooth, had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service with 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Ben Maller. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. All it takes is 15 minutes to find out if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And Geico offers coverage for more than just car insurance. Got a motorcycle? Geico's got you covered. Got an RV? Covered. Got a boat? Covered. And there's so much more Geico could help with. Plus, don't forget the discounts. So listen up. Go to Geico.com today. See how much you could save. That's Geico.com. Oh, my God. Did you see that play? You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show. It's a different storyline every day. Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at On the corner of Church Street in Maine. I knew I was going to do that. On the radio, right there. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Clary came up with this brilliant idea. Somebody did to have a contest here. 
We got three styrofoam containers of barbecue, numbered one, two, and three, yeah. to keep it simple. We're having a taste contest. Has everybody had all three? Yes. No, I haven't had. Uh, all right, we'll get in going there. Going on the end. Talk for a second. So, so we're the Hub City Hog Fest downtown. It's going on. Uh, get here at noon. I wouldn't get here later than noon. You need to get down here. Gray Whitker's here. We're about to vote. Here, two seconds. We're going to tell him. We're going to tell Patrick. you got to go. What are you, busy, Gray? Running a something, running an event. we got the Hub City Hog Fest going on. The competition's about to start. You can get here, get some hog bucks. You can check out the samples of all the food truck competitors, which is what we're doing right now. There's food truck vendors here all day long on Main Street. Kids Zone popping up beer trucks. The music's about to get started here in about a half hour. Uh, Subaru's got a tent set up here. You can check out this cool car they've got. And we're doing our own little competition. They've given us a, a blind draw. Patrick's here is going to tell us which one we're all voting for or who we ended up picking as the winner. So we've got one, two, and three. Has everybody tried all three? Yeah. Everybody good? All right, Perry, this is one, this is two, this is three. Your vote for the winner would be? I'm going to go with three because two made me, um, it's a little spicy, and I started coughing as soon as they threw it back to me. One vote for three, Helm? Three. Yeah, sorry. He's been, vote for three. three. Alex? Here. Two. Vote for two. Tyler? I will also vote for three. All right. New guy, Tyler's buddy? Three? Two? All right. My vote was for two, so we have a tie. <laughs> so you know what that means? Okay. Here's what I'll do. I'll taste them all again. Let's taste them again. <laughs> taste them again. I'll taste them again and, Go again. and, and do a yeah. tie-breaking vote. I like one a lot, though. It was, I like them all. One was a little plain. I know you could spice it up on your own, but... Uh, yeah. I want the bark of that on top of shit. Yeah, the bark go, on Sam. one is really yeah, good. It's really good. Mm. There you go. Just, uh, this is great radio. The burn ends is... Yeah. It's good stuff. No, no, man. Three is good. Tyler's blocking now. Three is good. All right, let's go two or three. Pair. Three. Three. Still three? Three. Three. Out. Still two, Tyler? Still three. Still three? <laughs> two. I like the spice of two. I do, too. Do we, we need somebody else. Okay. Get that lady right One more person. Excuse me, sir. Bring this guy right here. Sir. 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 Come here. Sir. No, no, we got we got free barbecue. Okay. What the heck with it? Yeah. One of y'all. Come here. Yeah, you come here. Backwards hat. He gets it. Yep. Come here. Backwards hat. We got a bright green shirt. If you need help today, you come see a bright green shirt. I want to know what kind right. of goober turns we, down free barbecue. Yeah, we've got two and three. <laughs> a tiebreaker here. You need to get in there both. Vote for one so we can figure out who our blind taste test winner is. Only lick that fork one time. We promise we got a local racing report coming up next segment with that one. We promise. All right, that's three. Right? Which Not bad. We know they're all, all right. Yeah. Get I'm it on two. You, need, you have to eat all of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding. Yeah. God, that's good. Need, right. a glass of, need a glass of wine to clean your palate between tastes. Some say you know. wine. Some would say, you know, Budweiser. Water. Budweiser will do it. All right. That's two. We're going to. Which one out of the two? Down in the bottom. Two? It's two. Two's the winner. There you go. All right, two's the winner. Right. Patrick, who is two? Two is Swanberg <laughs> City Swano. Swano Mites. Swano Mites. Yes. Swano Mites. Swano These greatest are great. What was three, by the way? Just said curious. Three was Limp Brisket. Oh, I love Limp Brisket. That's good. And one was who? One was Horns Barbecue. I love Horns. Yep. I love Horns good. Barbecue. They're really good to us, too. I wanna, I wanna horns is really good. We did a show. Uh, midnight three years ago. Something happened. Tom Horns' tent. I'm yeah, not real it was sure phenomenal. 
That was really good. So, Swan. Swan? Swan O'Mike. Swan O'Mike. I'm going to go see those guys. That's the best radio I've heard since you did the... Uh, the ice cream eating contest at the Beacon. No, no, we did the pig's dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we did two and a half hours of radio after that. Oh, God. Was God, that thing is so good, though, at the Beacon. It's so good. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, Ryan. i tell you what, that was unexpected, and uh, I'm sorry. As soon as, I, as soon as I get on the air, I start coughing. But um, if... Uh, we're going to uh, go straight to uh, Allen Hill. And, Allen, we got a lot of time. But okay. we, got, we are going to stick in a commercial break, I think, in about five minutes. But you go ahead and get started and tell us what you got locally. All right. We've got our local results from Cherokee Speedway last Saturday night, which was March 30th. We had the fuel racing series there. First place went to Sean Harrell in the number three car. Second was Steve Bunnell in the 8B car. Then we go over to the Sika 602 Crate Late Models. First place was John Press in the P4 car. John used to run in our Renegade division over there, and I see where he must have him a Crate Late Model car now and doing real good in it. Second place went to a Justin Mintz in a 54 car. Sika Crate Sportsman. First place went to Blake Pryor in the 78 car. Second place went to Dalton Peavy in the number 9 car. Renegade. Everybody knows this name over at Cherokee Speedway. First place was Mitchell Duval in the five car. Second place was Sean McDonald in the number 19 car. And I think both of those cars come out of the same shop in a way, or pretty much. Stock four went to Rod Tucker in the 8T car. Second place was Cody Ursley in the double zero. Extreme four was first place Jonathan Surratt in the 311 car. Second place was Andrew Rich in the A23. There's extreme four cars. Everybody don't realize them, but them boys sure do get around that racetrack. <laughs> All right. Thunder Bombers went to Perry Waters in the leg seven. Good name. Yes, Perry Waters. Good initials. Uh, second place went to Chris Meadows. Chris Meadows is a local boy right there. Got a shop right across the street from the racetrack. Uh, works real hard on his car. Number 34. Okay. Harry Speedway, I got off a partial rundown on some winners up there. Uh, need to talk to my owner up there and see if I can't get him to start sending me all these results from up there. Young Guns went to Austin Brown. Y'all remember Austin? Yes. We interviewed him about three weeks ago. Yeah, he's very talkative. Yep. Uh, stock forward, Kevin Cooper. Kevin Cooper's been racing for a long time. Gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Renegade went to Wally Fowler. My man. Oh, no. And then we go to Limited Sportsman, Wally Fowler again. Wally had two cars up there that weekend. I think he drives his Renegade car. He is, I think it belongs to a Bobby Edge, and then he brings out his car for his Limited Sportsman ride. All right. TR last night, Traveler's Rest Speedway. They called that race because of the rain yesterday. Everybody thought the sun was going to come out bright and shiny, but it did not. And so they had to cancel their race because if you've been to Traveler's Rest Speedway, it is kind of off down in a hole, and they had to probably had a good tow truck to have them pull all these boys out. Mm. So they went ahead and called their race. Uh, Carolina Speedway was supposed to race also last night. Their race was also postponed. So let's get into tonight. Tonight at Cherokee Speedway, we got eight divisions racing there tonight. Uh, 
Scott Childers and them, all these boys have pulled in these USC sprint cars, open outlaw sprint cars. That so sounds if, exciting. Yes, if everybody has not seen a, th- a sprint car go around a three-eighths mile dirt track, it's something that's like a rocket ship. Kind of like love- kind of like these boys at Bristol. I'd love to see that, Perry. Yeah, I would too. Uh, we also on the schedule tonight got the 604 Crate Late Models. We got the Limited Sportsman Division. We got Renegade Division, Extreme Four, Young Guns, Thunder Bombers, 602 Open Wheel Modifieds. These Open Wheel Modifieds is. These boys are starting to come out with these cars, and if you ever seen one, you I know you've seen open wheel modifieds. These boys got these motors set back, way back, and I'm talking about boy, I like the looks of these cars. Uh, makes them run good too. Yes, makes them run good. Anytime you can get that weight back behind them front tires. Leonard Wood used to talk about you know, Glenn was real good at that kind of stuff. He said he almost had a motor sitting next to Glenn. <laughs> well, Glenn, Glenn, I think Glenn sat in the back seat, didn't he? Well, the back about. seat was supposed to be. Anyway, makes them go. Yep. Well, we're going to have an exciting race there at Cherokee Speedway tonight with these uh, Sprint Outlaws coming in. And as a matter of fact, just like I told Perry and him here, as pretty as this race was to here, I mean, pretty as today is, and it got rained out at Carolina. These boys were supposed to race at Carolina last night. <coughs> I could have probably gotten Scott touch with Scott Childers, and we could have probably had a couple of them on display up here today, and boy, that would have been something. Let's find out if we're doing anything for the Spring Fling. That's what we need to do. If I mean, not, as far as us doing a, a remote. If not, we'll we'll try to work out something next year, and I'll try to get that 25T up here. We get it on display, and we'll, we, you know. We, well, got, we got the balls right yeah, here. Yeah, Clary, we doing anything for the uh, spring fling? Anything live? No. Okay, well, if we can, he's going to bring race cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll bring some race cars up here, and we'll, we'll try to do something, provided... Uh, we don't have to stay too long because we got, you know, we have to work on these cars a little bit. I understand. Also, also tonight we got Harris Speedway. They running their weekly divisions there: Thunder Bomber, Renegade, Pure Stock, Stock Four, V6 Front Wheel Drive, Front Wheel Drive. They also have a round one shootout series of the Limited Sportsman Division. They also have a round one of the shootout series in the Young Guns. This is a total of six races. They're going to choose two classes every week, and they're going to run a shootout series and got a total of six races. Gates there will open today at 4 p.m. Pits are $25 to get in. Stands are 5 p.m. to get in. And uh, gate price there is going to be $12. Kids under 10 will be free tonight. Driver's meeting will be at 6.30. The gates over here at Gaffney, they usually open up about 5 o'clock. Like I said, as pretty as today is, everybody can come up here and get them some barbecue. And then head on over to your local dirt track. That sounds great. You better give something away. You're not going to have time to. Well, to we we're going to give something away. Right. We got we got plenty of time here to give stuff away. I mean, we, well, I was thinking on the air. Oh, okay. We well, got like 17 minutes away or 20 minutes, but no, it's uh, it's tough to do a radio show when there's still two boxes of barbecue and all these forks in front of us and. 
I just been munching away here while you were. I think it's a great idea. I can't talk good anyway, so I, I can eat and talk, and I can blame it on on the food that they bring. Yeah, uh, these boys down here with this Subaru car. As long as, as long as that car's got a number on the side of it, I wish they'd bring it over to Gaffney tonight. I've I've watched these boys race these cars out there, and you know they got this big brake handle up in the middle. Uh-huh. They'll, they'll lock it down and turn that thing the other way. I'd like to ride with them to Gaffney on the back roads. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you know sometimes these drivers, you know, they come to Cherokee Speedway. You got Jer- Jeremy Mayfield, you got Rudiman, and all them boys, and they'll come the open wheel modified. Yeah. Rudman's doing even now. Okay. And a lot of times I, they'll come down there and we'll talk to them. And, you know, they said that they like coming to the local dirt track at night. Well, there's kind of no pressure and they can just enjoy themselves out there on that track. Now, did you just say Jeremy Mayfield? Or yes. Did, uh, the Jeremy Mayfield? Yes. And what's he doing now? He's running uh, like his uh, 604 fuel series and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, he's back into dirt racing. Okay. And, uh, you know. He had a few legal problems, and uh, but he used to have a. I used to love his uh, TV commercials, and uh, I never forget him knocking Earnhardt out of the way in the third turn to win Pocono that year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there wasn't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and I think uh, Earnhardt saluted him when he went on by too with uh, one particular finger. Well, you know, I mean, that's uh, racers are racers. Hey, Michael got in trouble about that, said, but he didn't do it. He just put his hand out there, and they said during the the, the protest or the what they call review board, they said, well, he intended to do it. And Bud said, well, look, intending to do it and not doing it, two different things. That's exactly right. So they let it, they let it go. Chris, how are we looking for time? We need to slip in another break here or what? I tell you what, if you guys want to keep going for a few more minutes, uh, it's totally up to okay. you, but here in a couple minutes if you guys want to. Well, let's do it right away. Let's get it, and then we'll just go to the end of the show. Hey, that works for me. It works for me. Okay, so we're going to come back after this with uh, wrapping it up here from the Hog Fest before uh, they do another hour or so leading up to Gamecock Baseball. You are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't plantai. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon whip, no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I ain't plantai. 
Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Hey, Mitch, do you like barbecue? Are you kidding me? I love barbecues, hot dogs, burgers. No, 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 Mitch. Not not that stuff. Not just random stuff cooked on grill. I'm talking about real southern barbecue. Brisket, pulled pork, ribs. Hmm, that does sound good. Where can I get that kind of barbecue? I'll tell you what. The best place around is Game Day Barbecue in Duncan. They have authentic southern barbecue, like those ribs, that brisket, and that pulled pork, all coupled with great sides like macaroni and cheese, slaw, potato salad, baked beans. It's all great stuff. Game Day Barbecue Highway 290 in Duncan. This ain't no Yankee barbecue. They do things the old-fashioned way. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on. Let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours, too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from. You build it right here in the USA, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the safest, most innovative Sprinter yet, starting at just 33790 Built for you, the all-new Sprinter, built in the USA. Mercedes-Benz, vans, born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. 2019 Mercedes-Benz printer available soon. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. final segment here on Start Your Engines from the Hog Fest at the corner of Main and Church Street in downtown Spartanburg. Beautiful day. I tell you, when I got here this morning, it was about 55 degrees and the sweater felt good. Now it's uh, probably close to 70 and it's getting kind of toasty. Well, my wife, she wanted me to look good this morning, so she laid out all my clothes and stuff like that. Now she said, you're not going there working like in your, you know... <laughs> So, it's, like you said, it is getting kind of warm out here. Well, I tell you what, I don't know, somewhere in the two hours of the show, somebody said you were the best looking, so it must have worked. Well, I, so I have to hand that to my wife. Uh, but I, I got a guest here. He's from Union, South Carolina. I'm going to ask him a question about a boy that races out of Union. Uh, I'm going to give him a T-shirt here. but it's if not, you, You've got to get the question right. Yes, he's got to get no, the question no, right. You don't get a participation choice. No, but it's not. It's not. It's going to be a 25 T-shirt, even though this boy does not drive. His number, I ain't going to say his number, but he's from Union. His, uh, his name is Trent Ivey. 
He's got a daddy that used to race a long time ago, and now this boy is one of our on-and-coming drivers. He's got into a super late-model car now. Uh, can you give me his number? Uh, I believe it's 88. Oh, we got a winner here. I think we got a ringer, too, but yeah, <laughs> give, give him a hat or whatever you want to give him. We're going we're gonna to give this fellow a hat, maybe a shirt. He's, he's asked me for a hat, so I'll whichever one he wants here. Give him a big one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, let me touch on a few things here, and then we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Alan give away some yep. more stuff. Yep. And uh, I got a text here a little while ago. You know, we was talking about back to back at Pocono and stuff. Yeah. Like Indy cars race two races back to back, and you should be an Indy car man. Well, you, I mean, where? You, know. oh, you mean the one up in Detroit? Yes. Yeah, they do. And uh, That's you true. know, I don't I don't really see these boys as having a problem running back to back. But I mean, the thing about the Indy cars, I don't think they're both full races. Now I have to check on that. But you're talking Pocono about two 400-mile races back-to-back. Which well, is, I mean, you know. Uh, anyway, I, I can't wait to see it. Kyle Busch. Look at what Kyle Busch does on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I understand. Bristol. At Bristol. Yep. You know, and everybody talks about Bristol. You can't breathe going around the racetrack. Two breaths. Two breaths. That's what says you can do it in two breaths. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let me touch on some stuff here. we got the Xfinity race coming up today at 1 o'clock from Bristol. That'll be on FS1. And, uh, of course, they've probably already qualified by now. I don't have the results, but we'll all be pulling for our local driver, Jeremy Clements. Um, IndyCar is in action this week at the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama, which is uh, on NBCSN tomorrow at 4. So after Bristol's over with, you can switch over and see that. I don't have any details on it, except they've only run two races this year. Joseph Newcarton won the first one, and... The 18-year-old Colton Herto won the second one, and uh, that's the way they run in the standings. Um, I got some in. I started printing out the IMSA stuff okay. so we can get your brother involved here. I want to get right. uh, Mike Hill on the show. But they've uh, got their third race of the season next week at Long Beach, which it is the same weekend at Indies out there. So they are running uh, the uh, Long Beach on Saturday for the IMSA and from Sunday for the IndyCars. And uh, that'll be something, uh, and all of that'll be televised. And I'm looking at uh, the IMSA standings, by the way, and uh, Pipo Durrani, your brother's driver, is leading the standings. Um, Philip Nazar is third. That's your brother's driver. Yeah. And Eric Curran is fourth. And that's... Um, that's all in the 31 car. That's in 31. They also in, the, in the 5 car, yep. uh, Felipe Albuquerque is ninth in the standings. And Joa Barbosa is 13th in the standings. And that's your brother's other car, the, the 5 car. Yep, that's Action Motorsports. Action Motorsports. And they've had a, a couple of drivers for that third driver. Um, so we don't have, a, the, or they'd all three be in the standings. I think this is very interesting here. When they ran the Chinese, I'm sorry, the Bahrain Grand Prix last week in, uh, in Bahrain, that was the 999th Grand Prix race since they started in 1950. And the winner was Lewis Hamilton. The pole went to a young man by the name of Charles Leclerc, who was driving a Ferrari. He's very young. It was a huge upset. And uh, he actually had the race won until he had some problems very late in the going. And, of course, Lewis Hamilton won it for Mercedes-Benz with uh, Valtteri Bota second, who won the first race. So, once again, um, Mercedes is looking pretty sweet in Formula One. But next week, this is a big deal for them, and it, it is something to think about. Uh, the Chinese Grand Prix in Shanghai. 
is the 1,000th Grand Prix race. And on all their victory lanes and everything for, I don't know, I know for the two races so far this year, I mean, it's got, they're counting it down. It was 9.98 when they were at uh, Australia, and it was 9.99 last week in Bahrain, so next week it's going to be 1,000, and that's a pretty big deal. Yes, yes it is. I mean. If you watch these cars go around these racetracks and stuff like that, them boys, you know, NASCAR's got down there to where these, they talk about a half a pound difference in tires and stuff, and they put a little piece of tape on the front end. But now, when you get to these Formula One cars, these boys has got a little piece of strip tape that looks like sandpaper, and they put that over these cars and stuff like that mm-hmm. in certain areas. Yeah. It, it reflects the wind. Yep. And uh, what you've seen them on TV and stuff, back there at the rear spoiler and stuff like that, where the air goes up, right. it compresses it so much that you see actually see an airstream Well, you see that contrail like on a, uh, like a jet. jet. You look up in the sky. That's so cool. And that's what them boys are driving, a jet. Yeah, well, they are. It looks like a slot car, and some of those tracks that are especially built for Grand Prix racing, like the track in Austin, Texas, uh, it looks like a slot car track. They're so safely designed. I mean, you'd have to really go out of your way to hit something other than another car. Yeah. I mean, they got so much huge amounts of runoff areas and things like that, which doesn't make it full bulletproof safe, but it's pretty dadgum safe compared to running on the streets of Monaco or yeah. something. And their and their tracks are immaculate in a way. Yeah. You know, and I got to say, the, we got a we got a fella coming back to Gaffney, I think. Uh, our track uh, prep guy, he's coming back to Gaffney for. He's been out for about two races, and now we heard that he's coming back, and I'd like to, you know. Welcome him back to prepping the track again over here at Cherokee Speedway. You've done a real good job all last year and stuff like that. And, uh, you know. Anything new on Bloomquist? Uh, hadn't heard nothing lately. Uh, he was not, like I said, he was not at Gaffney the other week. His car was not at Gaffney. Uh, he's probably either laid up with that broke leg or something like that, or he would actually be out here in a, in a dirt car. If I ask this gentleman a simple auto racing question and he yep. answers it, will you give him something? Get, he can go right to that bag right there and pick out anything you want. You want to win a prize, sir? Sure. What's your name? Mike. Mike? Okay, we're going to have a mic for... We don't have a mic for Mike, but let me ask Mike a question. Okay. Uh, I'll make this tough. Do you follow auto racing at all? Well, I, I won't ask you about last week. Uh, no, how, about, how about last decade? Okay, how about uh, who won the... Uh, the uh, who won the most Daytona 500s? Uh, Dale Earnhardt. No. Uh, let me ask him another Richard one. Petty. Richard Petty. Give the man a hat. <laughs> Give Mike whatever he wants there out of the hat. Appreciate your participation. Get a koozie with it too. He got a black hat and a, and a thing to put his beer in if he buy if he drinks. And that's a nice looking hat, the 25T hat. Thank you so much. And listen to Fox Sports Spartanburg. We've uh, got all the answers for the local sports, auto racing, and day-to-day. Uh, are you from Spartanburg? Uh, no, but I've lived here 43 years. Okay, well, that's close enough. <laughs> Back when it was the racing hub. That's correct. It wasn't Charlotte. Nope. It was right. And, uh, and Bud Moore, and that's his son right there, is my co-host. So, uh, so we've... Uh, He's been at our uh, Sertoma meeting before. There you go. Yep. I got a picture here. Everybody laughs about it, but I mean, we had one of the premier dirt tracks right here at Spartanburg Park. Well, and that's what, you know, I think so much about when I think about water trucks and preparing the track and uh, yep. Don Bumgardner and 
Maurice George. Those Ralph, are the guys Ralph I remember. Earnhardt, stuff Ralph like Earnhardt. Don Bumgarner drove a Galaxy 500. And everybody don't know. It was black. From Kings Mountain. From Kings Mountain. Yep. And then he'd leave here and go to Capiums and stuff. Everybody didn't realize. But over here in Capiums, we had another dirt track. And I, d- I didn't go to that one, and I really don't know much about it. I'd like to go out there. See, I'm a, also a racing archaeologist, and I'd like to try to find that track if there's any trace of it left. Oh, well, there's going to be a trace of a dirt track somewhere. Well, you know, there used to be. The first book I wrote was about that, and... Some of them that were there in 2003 and four and five when I was looking for them are got shopping centers on top of them now, and there isn't a trace. But I was lucky enough to find a few where there still was. But uh, we're uh, we're live from the Hog Fest here, and this place is filling up. And don't tell me it opens at 12 because uh, uh, 12 is just a few minutes away, and I think several thousand have already snuck in. So yeah. there was a. Uh, And I can tell you that we got this barbecue that they gave us for this contest. And uh, actually, the barbecue that that three of us picked, the container with it's gone. But it wasn't even the winner. It was uh, the number two was uh, still here, and it was the winner. I don't remember the names of the restaurants, but. you really couldn't go wrong if you went up to any tent and asked for some barbecue. No. I don't couldn't. think there's a loser here. No, there's not a loser at this place. I mean, all you got to do is look down through here and see all these cookers and stuff like that. These boys kind of take us cooking serious about like we do our racing. Yep. Now, all they got to do is put a number on the side of these cookers. Um, I tell you, we uh, couldn't have a better day for it either. And if you're going to a local track tonight, just go ahead and make your plans. I think you're going to be safe this time. Yep. Yeah. These outlaw sprint cars are going to be at Gaffney tonight. They'll be getting around that racetrack. Everybody thinks about it. About Bristol being fast, these boys will do 130 mile an hour Whew. averaging around this racetrack. They don't, I mean, they. you really wouldn't have a chance to straighten it out, would you? Oh, no. You, if it's uh, it, it goes. It's going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, but they'll have their regular show there? Yes, we'll And have this a, is on top of it? This is on top of it. He does this uh, constantly. Like I said, last week he had a fuel series there. This week he's going to have the USC Sprint Outlaw cars, Sprint cars there. Everybody, that's a big, you know. Well, I'm not playing favorites, but how could you not go to Gaffney tonight? I mean, I, that's eight divisions. I think it's usually $12 to get in the stands over there. So, I mean, you can sit there and, you know, full entertainment right there. Yep, it is. And it's not that far away. Only drawback is that highway going through there. And uh, maybe you get take 29, you know. Yeah. That, that's another option. Yep. But uh, I-85 I- is a mess. But it's going to be for years. Yep. Just be safe if you decide to drive that way. Yep. Take your time. Don't, know, don't get in no hurt. Especially yep. coming back when yep. uh, everybody's... Uh, yeah, everybody but you's had a couple. Well, I mean that's uh, well Saturday night. Yep, Saturday night. It's kind of you know, and don't get me wrong. We'll we'll try to get out of there by twelve o'clock. A lot of times. You want to ask one of these guys a question here? Yes, uh, whichever one you want to do. There, no, I don't we, care. We, we, we can ask this lady right here. Yeah, ma'am, come in. Yeah, yeah. please. Do you know anything about auto racing? Perfect. All right. He's going to ask you an easy question, and we've got a whole bag of fabulous gifts and prizes back here. Yep. Make okay. make Bob Barker to sh- put him to shame. Everybody, uh, everybody out here in the world knows that the black number three car that Richard Childers owned had a famous race car driver back in the day. Uh, can you tell me his name? Yeah. What's your name, ma'am? Who? Carol, and you're from? Here in Spurnberg, Carol is a racing 
historian expert. And uh, step right over here. Go over there and get you a hat or a T-shirt. A t-shirt, or, uh, something like that. I think they're giving away a 66 Mustang. Oh, man. <laughs> now, I wish. We're going to have to get to a Chevrolet for me now. Yeah. Okay, well, I just... <laughs> Chevrolets are fine. I, I, I want you to know that my father probably is has spun so many times in his grave since I started buying Fords instead of Chevrolets. We were a Chevrolet family. I mean, we had a... We were so much of a Chevrolet family, we had a 58, which might be one of the ugliest cars ever built. Because we had a 57, and he liked it so much. And not only was it a 58 Chevrolet, it was a 58 Chevrolet station wagon, which is even uglier. My first car was a 57 Chevrolet. Well, I tell you what, that 57 Chevrolet we had... uh, we sold it to a city policeman, my father did, who, who was running dirt tracks around here. And had, was running a 57 Chevy, and my father made him swear on a stack of Bibles he wouldn't uh, cannibalize it for parts, our family car. Yep. He probably did. I don't know what happened to it. But uh, we um, got about 30 seconds left here. Okay. What do you want to say? I'd like to invite everybody over here to Cherokee Speedway or go to Harris Speedway. Support your local racing. Uh, if, if it wasn't for the people at local racing, they're going to be sitting here going, what am I supposed to do on Saturday night? Well, I tell you what, if you're going to do it, you got the perfect Saturday night for it. And um, I'm sure we want to appreciate everybody coming out here to the Hog Fest. want to thank Michael Waltrip for giving us just a few minutes uh, at 1020. He was backed up against some things there in the Fox Studios in Charlotte for the race today and we um, uh, appreciate him coming on we had Ernie Smith talking about his dragster always Nelson Crozier and thank you so much come to the Hog Fest it's for a good cause and until next week keep them between the fences listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are your home for the Dan Patrick Show weekday mornings at 9 is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Fox Sports trending now. This report presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing.